Hello, and welcome to The Unique CPA. I'm your host, Randy Crabtree. The goal of our show is to keep you at the forefront of the changing face of public accounting by having conversations with fascinating leaders and bringing you their stories, insights, and advice. The Unique CPA podcast is brought to you by Trimerit, the specialty tax professionals. Today, our guest is Rob Zaberski. Rob is the best-selling author of the book, Master Your Mind. He is a professional speaker, trainer, and coach with Freedom Personal Development. Working with companies across a broad spectrum of industries, Rob helps clients develop professional skills and positive mindsets that let them discover their potential and maximize their results. Rob, thanks for being on the show today. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'd love to say long-time listener, first-time caller, but... <laughs> You're, you're, I'm guessing you're. We, we've time known listener. each other for months now, and <laughs> yeah, I actually I do have your number. I've just never used it. There you go. Well, let's see, we got we got past that part. At least we got numbers now. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being here. And and uh, you know, on the intro, we we hear what you do. You you help people. You're a trainer. You're a coach. You're a speaker. It's an interesting profession. I didn't mean to sound like a question mark profession. It is an interesting profession. <laughs> you, you, you make it sound like I'm schlepping snake oil, my man. No, it's a very interesting profession. I'm just curious, how does how did this come about? Where, how did you get into this profession? I'm assuming you didn't graduate college thinking this is where I'm going to go with my career. No, not a chance. No, this is, uh, yeah, it's, man, my job's awesome. I tell people all the time, my job doesn't suck. I, well, up until two months ago, I travel around the country teaching people how to be a better version of themselves. Right. Come on. I sleep okay. But um, yeah, about 10, man, I think it was like 10 or 12 years ago. I used to work in the bicycle industry. That's, I mean, I was, that's kind uh, of how you we, and I met. It is a way we met. And maybe we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah, that's a fun one. We'll, we'll, we'll work that in somehow. But um, yeah, I was working with the, in the bicycle industry and living in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, my job got relocated to Bethel, Connecticut. My wife was six months pregnant with our twins, and I, I just didn't trust the guy in charge. And so I, um, I was out mowing the lawn one day, and my neighbor pulls over, and he goes, hey, you need a job, right? I go, I do. And he goes, hey, you remember these guys, our neighbors? And I had met one of the founders of Freedom Persons Development five or six years prior at one of those murder mystery dinner parties. You know, everybody dresses up and plays right. a role. He's like, you remember? The, I'm like, I do remember the girls. I'm like, what do they do? He goes, I don't know, but I just think they're speakers. You'd be good at it. So I called him up and uh, kind of, you know, went through the interview process to a degree. And it turns out the two founders of the company, we all lived on the same street, like two blocks from each other. I lived smack dab in the middle between the two founders of this company. Like, we didn't know this. And so took that as a sign. Mm -hmm. And uh, but yeah, I dove in head first. I mean, you can't come from a more different background. I mean, coming from the, the passion pursuit industry is, uh, it operates about as opposite from the personal professional development world as one can get. Actually, there's a chapter in the book I wrote about the, about this, but, um, you know, my exposure to personal development was don't eat mayonnaise at one of those one day get motivated now seminars. So I, uh, I decided to dive in, you know, just dive right in and, uh, it's been a blast, man. I've cultivated a, a pretty awesome career over the last 10 years. Uh, I've got a really nice list of clients who I love working with, and I just I love having the opportunity to work with people, help them uncover their their potential, and really just uncover what they're really capable of, and do it in a very fun way that requires little to no extra work on their part. 
That's awesome. Isn't it great when you find your profession and your passion uh, kind of uh, uh, getting commingled there? I, I, I love what I do as well. And it's just amazing to, to, you know, have that be a fun thing. Yeah. And it's one of those things, it's one of those things you get, you get validation every now and again, I'll, you know, I'll run into or talk to some of my old colleagues from the bike industry and you know, that world. And they're like, what are you doing now? I said, I'm a professional speaker. And they, it's uh, nine times out of 10, I get the, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clearly, they saw, they saw it coming, huh? They yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, let's get into that then, what you do. So, so I thought it was important to have you on today. And, and I hate the fact that right now, every time I record a podcast, we have to talk about COVID-19, but it's our reality and that's what we're living in. So the one thing I wanted to address today, and I thought why it would be really important to have you on, is this, this whole thing is obviously affecting everybody. CPAs, in my mind, have been doubly affected from the standpoint that this hit in tax season and a tax season that's now extended, so it's not ending till July 15th at this point. In the middle of that extended tax season, we've got a bunch of new legislation that all affects taxes in some way or another. We got the Family First Act, we got the CARES Act, we got the PPP loans, we've got all of this stuff the CPAs now have to immediately be on top of. They have to understand, they have to get educated, they have to advise their clients on, and this is not ending. You know, PPP loans are kind of wrapping up the money part of it now, and now it's starting the forgiveness part. So th this is middle of tax season, they're just concentrating on so many things at once. And so I thought, okay, with all this chaos that's going on around, you know, how can they stay positive? How can they stay focused? What tips or advice can you give to people to, to help them get through this from the CPA business side and everybody, obviously? Yeah, absolutely. You, you paint a real sexy picture there, Andy. That's uh, <laughs> well, well, just saying they're busy. Welcome to hell. Yeah, I know. No, I, I don't mean yeah. it like that, but I know. I know. I'm just, I mean, listen, we know each other. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't flippant comes up a lot, but whatever. That's um, right. No, yeah, it's been interesting because I got a bunch of buddies in the in the CPA world and you know it, it right wrong or indifferent though you guys and gals for years decades whole careers have had like the goalposts right you got the like we know it's crunch time right from what December 15th if you're December 15th to April 15th like no one's having fun right right but this year not only did the goalposts move but it's almost like you're on a baseball diamond and that baseball diamond is on an ice rink. Like it's just, everything's different. They're like, what is going on here? All right. Right. But, um, but to answer your question, so I just, just acknowledging that, yeah, like things are a bit of a mess. And so just taking a step back and acknowledging that I, I don't want to say we're, like, we're in a new norm or we're entering a new norm. Like what we know as traditional, especially as it relates to like our business and our approach and the timelines, like that's, it's not fully thrown out the window, but it's like, it's almost there. And so, yeah, there's a lot of turbulence and there's a lot of unknown and there's a lot of unprecedented and un, un, un. But the good news is there's very simple things that you can do on a daily basis. I mean, we've got, I've got, we, we call it the prescription. <laughs> I've had feedback that we don't like the word prescription because that insinuates that I'm sick. Sick, yeah. Yes. But anyway, so we call it the blueprint now. But basically when it comes, if you, in order to really, emerge from whatever turbulence situation, scenario, hell to use our word from earlier <laughs> yep. you're in. Um, it's a three part, like we call the three tiered program or system or approach to keeping you on top of your mental game. 
right? Okay. For us, for people to really, you hear this all the time, leaders emerge from uncertain times. And so for the listeners that are really interested in emerging from COVID-19 in a leadership position, and I'm not saying like signing people's checks, I'm talking about being a valued resource. I'm talking about being the guy or gal that your clients want to talk to when they have questions and being even keel. I mean, there's a lot of different aspects to this, but short version is you want to be paying attention to your mental inputs is it be with all of the negativity drama. I keep using the word turbulence. Um, with all of that going on, there's an analogy. Your brain is like a bank account and any, you have you have withdrawals being made on auto pay every single day because of the news, because of the conversations, because of the moving goalposts, because of it's rainy instead of sunny, <laughs> you know? And so you got to be making mental deposits to counteract those auto withdrawals that are happening. So what we tell people is you want to be looking to do things daily, weekly, and quarterly. So on a daily basis, be reading or listening to something positive, inspirational, motivational, or educational. All right. Find a really great book. I would love to do a shameless promotion, but I'll let you take care of that. <laughs> I know a guy that wrote a fantastic book. You mean something um, that might be called something like master your mind? Yeah. Master your mind, counterintuitive strategies to refocus and re-energize your runaway brain. It's yellow. I forgot the tagline. It's amazing. Part. All right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, so if, I mean, listen, I don't buy my book. Don't buy my book. Find somebody, find something to read, find something to watch, find something to listen to every single day for at least 30 minutes to make those type of deposits, right? Find, find a funny YouTube playlist that fires you up and gets you in the right mindset, right? Find a man, go listen to Gary V if he had fires you up or you know, Jeff Walker, or, you know, I mean, I could name names all day. Um, find some of you look up to in the industry and, you know, subscribe to what they do. Find a podcast. Find, but I mean, on a daily basis, the best deposit you can make is read or listen to something positive, inspirational, motivational, or educational, which is all well and good. Like that's a really good bite-sized thing. And then from there, that's the second tier that we talk about is on a weekly basis, is you want to get around positive, like-minded people and learn, you know, something like, you know, this is a, this podcast, I think is probably something that could qualify for both, right? You could probably, depending on how, <laughs> depending on how many episodes you got to listen to, you could be doing this daily, but you know, on a weekly basis, grab something, you know, get your, get your ears, get your head wrapped around something that you can learn from. I, I always recommend to people join a mastermind group. Uh, Randy, I know you and I, we had a chance to hang out in, in your group last week. That was a ton of fun. Yep. Got some horsepower in that group, but get around positive, like-minded people that you can learn or receive instruction from. Um, so often, especially with everything going on in our day to day, we just, we end up, we, we end up like tunnel vision. We get the blinders on Yep. and human beings by design just can't figure things out on our own. It's, it's not a flaw. We're not born losers. We just, we need help. And the sooner you can acknowledge that and reach out to someone that can help you, the quicker you're going to accelerate your, your results and your success. One of the common denominators of unsuccessful people is a go it alone mentality. 
So one of the common denominators of successful people is they seek help. So on a weekly basis, go get some help. <laughs> right. uh, you know, and that could be related to your industry or man or not, you know, and then uh, quarterly. And this is where I think people are really going to, this is where it's going to get the juices flowing. We're going to see what happens uh, in the comments after this is uh, <laughs> on a quarterly basis, take a day off. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, now listen to clarify, <laughs> this is not like sleep until nine Go from bed, still in the pajamas, down to the couch. Maybe stop at the freezer and pick up some Haagen-Dazs so you can binge watch your favorite series on Netflix. Like, no, that's not taking a day off. I'm, I'm talking about taking a purposeful day to get reconnected with the stuff that's most important to you. Get reconnected with your goals. Check in on your goals. Get reconnected with your purpose and your vision. And, you know, for extra credit, start to, start to flex your visualization muscle and think about in the real world, you know, if and when this thing gets back to normal, start thinking about April 16th, right? That's got to be one of the favorite days of the year. You're like, <laughs> oh, right? How great is that going to feel? But go for a walk, go for a run, go for a hike, go for a bike ride. If you need your bike tuned up, I know a guy. But like do something in nature that gives you some renewal. You do that approach. You do on a daily basis, you read or listen to something positive, inspirational, motivational. You, on a weekly basis, get around people that you can learn from. Uh, and on a quarterly basis, you just like take that good renewal day off. That's a, that's a solid approach to making sure that you become a lot more resilient. You, be, you maintain focus on what's most important to you. And you just like bulletproof it. It's, it's resiliency. I'm not going to say anybody's bulletproof for obvious reasons. We're human beings. But right. like when it comes to upping your mental game, those, those three things, that approach is going to do a heck of a lot for you. And I think upping your mental game is important all the time, uh, especially uh, right now with, I guess, the uh, bleak picture I, I uh, painted at the beginning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, you can see where that, that mental uh, uh, drain and that mental issues could come into play. So I, I, that, that advice is great. The one thing I wanted to point out when you were saying this, I was going, I've, I'm very fortunate to have had some very, um, you know, um, I don't know what the word is, high-powered or, or guest on here, you know, leading very large CPA firms. And every time I've talked to them, I know at least those first two, they've mentioned their do books. They're all constantly reading books for fun, but also for, you know, mm -hmm. improvement in, in personal and business. And then they're always connecting with others as well. So, so I'm a, I didn't ask them about the days off, but I'm guessing if they're doing the first two, they might be on top of that as well. So I would encourage you to go back and, and reach out to them one-on-one. I'd be shocked right. if they didn't do that. I mean, one of my, one of my mentors, he uh, at one point was the chief marketing officer for a beverage company that went from 3 million to $60 million in three years. Yeah. And I'll never forget this. He said to me, he goes, you know, I proactively schedule two months of vacation every year. When I lay out my calendar, I take, I proactively carve out two months of vacation. And I'm like, wow. really? I go, <laughs> what? And he goes, yeah, for two reasons. One, I just, I like you see we're, our growth is exponential right now. And I just, I know how hard I'm working and going to work and I need time off. And the interesting, this is my favorite part. He goes, I'm always amazed at how effective and efficient I am when I only have 10 months to do 12 months worth of work. Okay. I'm like, huh, you're compressing the, you know, that right. whole uh, Parkinson's law, compressing deadlines. Right. But, so, uh, 
So I guess that kind of speaks to his focus then on, on, in those 10 months when he's uh, working, which is the next thing I kind of want. If there you had anything else to add what we talked about, but the next thing I did want to ask you about was, was focus. And because right now, I mean, when this all started with me, I had a hard time focusing. It was just like my mind was wandering all mm-hmm. over. And with the, again, the bleak picture I painted at the beginning, it, uh, it focus I could see could get distracted because you have so many things that you're thinking of at one time and trying to concentrate on this. I need to help this client. I need to get educated on the PPP for forgiveness. I need to do this. What can we do to stay focused? And I'm guessing when we stay focused, we're going to be more efficient with what we're doing as well, right? Absolutely. So yeah, there's like two things that I heard you say that I would, I would definitely want to talk about yep. directly. Um, one is the, um, you keep calling it the bleak picture. I'm going to talk about <laughs> that. And the other thing with your, you know, this and this and this, I believe the technical term for that is squirrel. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, what the short version is I have, I have, there's, there's a long answer and a short answer. And I, I'm going to try and find the medium answer because I think this is where your listeners are really going to benefit from this. The thing to understand is all of the things you're talking about, the, the bleak picture, the squirrel, all that, this exists in all of our brains as a result of what we call your brain's unhelpful default settings. Meaning all of us come pre-programmed with some hardwiring that like, if left alone to run the show, this is how your brain wants to run the show. And it's just not going to do it in a way that's going to help us stay focused, be productive, hit our goals, hit hit our potential. Like this is what causes the bumps in the road. So there's three really big unhelpful default settings that people need to be aware of because I think you're going to recognize really quick how just being aware of these existing in your life is going to help you pivot away from them. So the first unhelpful default setting that's getting in the way of focus is your brain's natural tendency to focus on and be hypersensitive to negativity and negative inputs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You see <laughs> that now. Oh, believe so, me. Like, I'm totally. not, I'm not watching the news because I don't want to be, if I mean, there's just so much negative out there right now. I don't even want to hear it. So. No. And that's exactly right. Yep. Like we, we live in like, right, wrong or indifferent. We live in a culture of negativity that totally supports this concept. Right. Yeah. You've got the news, you've got social media, you've got, exactly. You've got nextdoor.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Oh yeah. You, I, it's insane. And so we, we, this, it's always feel like I talked about the, the withdrawals, right? The withdrawals versus the deposits yep, in your yep. mental bank account. These, this negativity, this culture of negativity is totally surrounds us. And it's what's making that auto withdrawal happen at a totally rapid rate. And what it is, and the thing is to understand it's, it's a natural thing because it's a survival mechanism. Right, it's it's hardwired into us from caveman days, hmm. where the things that were negative, Randy, they're really negative, right? Yep. They're they're saber tooth tiger yep. or a grizzly bear that's trying to eat you. So if you can be aware of that and deal with it, you're going to live longer. Yep. You know, nowadays our our definition of negative input is different. Nowadays our our definition of negative is why the heck isn't Starbucks open yet? You know, it's right. just it's just right. different. So. By default, our brain focuses on and it's sent hypersensitive to negativity. And it's a slippery slope, right? It's, it, just, it just keeps going and going and going. Um, the second unhelpful default setting is that your brain is easily consumed with the urgent at the expense of the important. 
And so this is a little bit of what you were like, this is the squirrel thing, right? right? This is when you're working on, you know, you're working on a return or you're working on reading the tax law and some bright shiny object pops up out of the corner of your eye. And you're like, Oh, what's that? What's, what's coming up? You know, what's coming to get me. And again, it goes back to the caveman days is, you know, you're, you're always looking for threats. You're scanning for threats. This is actually, I'm going to go back to the negativity. This is, this is self-sabotage because your brain is always looking for those threats. If it can't find a threat, it'll make one up. And so that's, that's a whole nother fun conversation, but urgent versus important. Your brain focuses on tasks because it sees these as low hanging fruit and easy to accomplish. And fundamentally your brain doesn't understand the difference between activity and productivity. So what happens is this is why, this is why CPAs are exhausted at the end of their day because they just bounce around from task to task, client to client, return to return, situation to situation, report from report. I'm pretending like I know the ins and outs of it, but I think <laughs> you're it's doing all right. I'm doing all right. You know, I've been around a couple of you all. All right. And uh, <laughs> you all, <laughs> and like you end up like bouncing around, nothing gets done. And the, but at the end of like something in you goes, God, I worked so hard today. And then at the end of your day, if your goal had a voice, it would literally tap you on the shoulder and go, dude, where's the love? You did nothing to support me today. And so, and it just, it becomes this, this repetitive cycle because we'd stop focusing on goals and vision and we stay focused, unfortunately, on what pops up right in front of us, which is those task oriented things. So just pay attention to that. And this one's, man, this one's super scary because you know this, like, I'm sure that anyone listening to this right now, I'm like, stop being distracted. Right? I'm sure people are listening to this podcast while they're right. doing something else and oh, they're yeah. totally thinking about something else. Like it's happening all the time. And so the, the reason I'm telling you this is that thing that takes you like a split second to get off track, statistically speaking, takes 15 to 23 minutes to get back on track. So CPAs who bill out at an hourly rate, just anytime you let yourself be distracted, just take a third off that rate and tell me how you feel about that. All right. So understand that's just your brain. It's going to run away with that. And then the third thing, the third unhelpful default setting that leads to a lot of us experiencing frustration and not getting where we want to go is your brain craves safety over progress. Comfort zones is the short version. We've got these comfort zones that show up as a result of familiarity. Uh, Randy, this goes right back to what you were talking about in the, in the beginning of our, 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 our show here is, you know, COVID-19 and, 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 and the reason that people are having such a hard time with this and slipping into the spiraling vortex of death as it relates to their, their thought process is we're no longer in our comfort zone. We've been forced out of a comfort zone that we've grown accustomed to over months or years or decades of doing what we do. Right. And you know, we don't have April 15th doesn't exist anymore. Right. And we need new loans and we need new tax laws and we need this. It's all new and it's, we're outside of that comfort zone and our brain by default is going, take me back, put me back in the nest, put me back in the womb. I don't want to be out here. And so we end up, it's just so uncomfortable that we end up, it's like the other two totally tag team. It's like WWE Monday night raw where it tags in negativity, like the, the comfort zone tags in negativity and negativity comes in with the atomic elbow. And it's like, boom, <laughs> let's drop this on you. So I know that I now realize I'm painting. A, a, I know. A, How do we get out of this? <laughs> yeah. And well, that's the, yeah. And that's the thing like you, but just listen, mo, how many of, how many of you listening right now 
are going, oh my God, this totally makes sense. This totally makes sense. And then how many of you have admittedly been sleepwalking through your business or your life where you're just letting it happen? Happens to all of us. Right. So just raising your level of self-awareness of how your brain actually thinks, like now you have the ability to just acknowledge and you're in charge. You can pull the e-brake on that thought process and go, okay, hold on. I'm, it feels like I'm being distracted right now. Where do I maintain, you know, how do I focus? Right. And is that what the, the gist of the Master Your Mind book is about? Reprogramming your brain to, uh, to be able to uh, be more focused and not to uh, be reactive and be proactive and concentrate on the goal rather than the task and that type of stuff? Is that what? Yeah, that's a, lot of what, uh, that's yeah. a lot of what the book is about. So yeah, Master Your Mind, that one. And I would argue that uh, my best friend and business partner, Roger Sipes' book, Train Your Brain for Success. Okay. Those two books uh, really do a great job of helping people understand understand the important and it's listen we've all heard about in what I do I tell people this all the time kind of like not again flipping comes up but in what I do what I do I take concepts that get a lot of lip service in your world yeah and yeah because I deal in things like positivity right and goals and time management and attitude and efficiency and effectiveness and results and like all that stuff that you go to any conference in person or virtual, I would, if I were a betting man, I would put many zeros and commas on the fact that all these concepts come up all the time. But what we do is we take these concepts that get a lot of lip service and we help people understand how to make them personal, implement them in their life in a way that works. It works now and it works repeatedly. Nice. Yeah. So what's, I guess the, and I can't, you can't simplify this down to one thing, but what is the, you know, the, and you've told us already, but like in, 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 a, in a minute, the one or two, three things that then the people could start practicing now to help them be more relaxed and focused with what they're doing. Yeah. hundred percent. So number, yeah. The, so like the bad news is we all carry this conditioning and then the good news yeah. is that there's things you can do to overcome it. So the four big things that we share with our clients and helping them understand how to get away from this whole like stuck or on the hamster wheel or the way I've been putting it lately is here's how to take you from just competing to absolutely dominating yep. in your market. Right? So number one is you just heighten your awareness of what's really important to you. And I'd argue is it put systems in place for reminding yourself of what's most important to you right? What, what do you stand for as a human being? What are, you know, core, again, core values, mm-hmm. a concept that probably gets a lot of lip service in your world. But I'll tell you right now, the clients that I work with that understand how to implement and, and reinforce core values, man, the decisions they make happen at a rapid rate. Oh yeah. Energy. Yeah. You know, I've seen so, it. Yeah. You see it all the time, but core values, purpose, vision, you know, understanding these things and understand, you know, goals, dreams, where, you know, what are you working towards? What Mary Oliver, what are you going to do with this one wild and precious life? It's from a poem. Like, okay. what do you want? Out of, my, my line, most people don't get what they want out of life because most people don't know what they want to get out of life, you know? Okay. So get clear on what's most important to you and why, and focus on that and use that as a pull strategy to let that vision pull you towards getting there instead of us grinding it out all day, every day. So mm-hmm. that's number one heighten your awareness and put systems in place for reminding yourself of what's most important. Number two is you got to create energizing goals. Um, Again, goals is a big deal in our world and mainly because the way that we teach our clients to structure their goals does it in a way that taps into the power of your subconscious to help you position you to make sure you're achieving that again with little to no extra effort. I know 
it's hard to explain in a 30 to 45 minute oh, podcast, but just, it's only weird if it doesn't work. And I'm here to tell you it works. So structure your goals in a way, in a brain friendly way. Understand the difference between tasks and goals. We've been putting it recently with tasks are the things you feel like you need to do. Goals are the things you feel like you want to do. So be goal oriented at everything you do and structure them in a brain friendly way. Third thing is design a schedule that gives you space. You got to design a schedule that gives you the space you need to get your job done when you need to get it done and the space you need to rest and recharge the battery. Like two months a year? Like two months a year. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. Good. Or quarterly. All right. Or yeah. quarterly. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then this ties into number four, which is uh, you got to develop an ongoing system for feeding your mind. Okay. Right. Schedule those bank deposits. And this is where what we talked about earlier, the that daily, input quarterly thing. Yep. Yeah. You know, this is like, cause here's the deal. Our brains are a field, you know, I, this is my the analogy and our brain is a field, right? And if we were farmers, we would want, we would plant corn and Randy on its own, you know, you plant corn in a field, what grows in a field? Corn. Corn. Nice. You nailed it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fantastic. And then um, I guarantee there's somebody right now listening to this thing going, weeds, weeds grow, weeds, 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 which is just your brain's natural tendency to focus on the negative. Negative, all right, um, yep. But like you're, you never plant weeds, but if you don't have a systematic approach to mitigating them, they'll, hmm. they'll continue to grow and they'll choke out the corn. You get, a, it's just, you get a poor yield and you make no money, right? That's how, that's how farming works. So having this ongoing system for feeding your mind is what's going to over time mitigate that weed the weeds from growing and hopefully replace the weeds with fertilizer more corn whatever whatever you want to use for the analogy to have right. a real luscious crop nice with a high yield yeah and please understand that it's not one thing that's going to fix the situation yeah it's not just this a is, switch flip it's a working no. on it but i'm sorry go ahead no you're right yeah you know this is my one of my favorite cheesy motivational speaker lines yeah is everyone's looking for the key to success but you're never going to find it because it's a combination lock. Okay, right. There you go. It is, is, cheesy. Come on, it like, is cheesy. It's super <laughs> cheesy. But if you think about it, it's super accurate. It makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Because like what works for you doesn't work for me. Right. Right. And what works for me doesn't work for Dave. Yep. But you find the right mixture of daily, weekly, quarterly. You find the right mixture of goals and time management and mantras and positivity and vision. And like you put that together and that's a pretty tasty success cocktail. That's great. So we're going to wrap up here in a minute before I transition into one final fun question. Anything else that, we, uh, that you want to wrap up with? That kind of was our wrap up there, but anything else that you need to add at the end? No. Yeah. The, the last thing I'm going to say is I, I'm not an accountant, but I know what it means to put in a lot of work on a daily basis and be surrounded by tasks. And right now I had the conversation with my wife where I feel like I'm working a lot and I don't have a ton to show for it because I'm doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Yep. And I guess the encourage the, the words I would share with people that are in that situation are just be kind to yourself. That's really what it comes down. Just take a second, take a deep breath, be kind to yourself, slow down for a minute and focus on you and just, just, know that you're doing the best that you can and you're going to, you, you do that. you be kind to yourself. You put, implement those things. You're going to be on the path to moving in the right direction real, real quick. 
Well, that's awesome. I, I really appreciate that. One thing I was going to mention before, but didn't, because you were talking about, and, and so now I'm extending our wrap up here, but but <laughs> you were talking about being, you know, more the goal oriented and, and focusing on the important stuff. And I had mentioned this earlier that I've had a lot of, you know, managing partners of large CPA firms out there. And the one thing that they seem to all have in common, and they have the luxury of doing this because they're bigger firms, but they are not client focused, they're firm focused. So their goal is the, the, you know, making sure that this firm runs as best and most efficiently as possible to help out their clients. And mm-hmm. those firms, you just see so much more happening when their focus is on that one goal of making the firm best for its clients. So I can see how that would be important. Yeah. That's one of those, uh, that's one of those Simon Sinek start with why. Yeah paradigms right right there. Yeah. It's get clear on why you do what you do and how and the what. That's easy part. There you go. There you go. So, so I teased that we did want to end with a, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up with some contact information too, but more of a fun question. And we teased this at the beginning that uh, I think we teased it, that you and I had met basically through bikes, bicycles, not motorcycles, bicycles. Um, and you talked about it at the beginning a little bit too that that you've dealt with the, the the bicycle business. You have a little side business that you do as a passion thing, right? That uh, mm-hmm. that uh, you go out and tune up bicycles, but you don't just do it for fun. You do it for beer. Yeah, and I realized that uh, talking about this on a podcast full of accountants might get me in trouble, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. When I my pet project, I need a couple of years about six years ago. I was bored need something to do. And I love working on and tinkering with bikes and fixing them up and tuning them up. So, uh, I live in Arlington Heights and there was at the time, you know, nobody near, I live in this great family neighborhood. So I said, I'm going to start, start doing bicycle tune-ups and repairs. And, uh, you know, it's just a side gig. So if people want to bring me some beer and pay me in beer, that's cool. So yeah, that started beers for gears. And, um, fast forward six years. Well, actually, so I started it six weeks later. My wife comes up to me, says, uh, do you make any money this thing yet? I said, yeah, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Why? She goes, go buy a fridge. I said, we have a fridge. Why do I need to buy a fridge? She goes, because there's no room for food in our fridge. It's full of beer. Yeah. So, and yeah, we literally, it kind of took off. And so, yeah, it's been a ton of fun. And it's, uh, you know, because I'm not out speaking these days, uh, it's been a nice little, uh, it's been helping me maintain sanity. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so I, I do bicycle repairs and tune-ups and, uh, I let people offset some of my of uh, the fees with uh, a cocktail of choice. There you go. Yeah, I uh, I just heard I heard about you through a Facebook post someone put out there and and listed this beers for gears. I thought, well, I got four bikes I need tuned up, and so I, I contacted you right away, brought in my four bikes. You got them done like that, and dropped off a little extra beer for you too. And talk okay, talk about comfort zones, Randy. <laughs> Creature habit brings me four identical bikes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice bike. Once I got one, then my wife wanted one, then my two boys got one. They, well, I don't know if they wanted it, but we bought them for them for presents. So that's great. So we all got the same. It's a comfortable bike. So that's great. So no, I, I appreciate that. But obviously, that's just your more fun, passiony. Yeah, uh, it's just a side tie, gig. Tie the bikes and the beer together. Two passions of mine as well. So I love it. Well, again, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, where can they look? Yeah, Websites. Freedom. Yep. So I'll give you a call. Freedom Personal Development. 
is the name of my company. So if you go to freedompersonaldevelopment.com, you can uh, read, you can find out more about us and our programs, what we do. If you'd like a little kind of guide on how to get started on that, that three, three-tiered approach, if you go to, I'll have a link up there. So we just read our site. But if you go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash K-Y-H-O-S stands for keep your head on straight. So bit.ly slash K-Y-H-O-S. Um, you can download the uh, keep your head on straight ebook and that'll get you, that'll get you on our newsletter and we'll send you all kinds of goodness and We'll try not to spam you. No, we won't spam you. But um, yeah, you can read more about uh, what we do. And, and then, yeah, if you want to pick up a copy of Master Your Mind, I, I wouldn't be mad at you. Amazon or where's that? Yeah, you can. Uh, Amazon is probably the best. I, you know, as of uh, as a couple of days ago, just when I'm feeling good about myself, Amazon clearly has a lot of inventory because I've never seen it's cheaper for me to buy the book on Amazon than it is for me to buy it from my distributor. So okay. apparently my ego needed to be put in check. But yeah, it's... Okay. Super easy. Amazon, it's got a Kindle version or hard copy. And right. Yeah, start there. All right. Well, that's awesome. And and really, I, I think you gave us a lot of good advice today on, on getting through this. And I didn't mean that we were in this terrible situation when we were talking <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, and I know we need the positive outlook. You've trained me already. So we need this positive outlook and focus and all that. So so it, it's very important. And I think it'll help a lot of people. And I really would advise people to, to go uh, seek out Rob's book or check the website out and see if there's things that can help you and, and the firm. Um, he, he speaks at events and conferences and, and firms and companies in general. So again, uh, I really appreciate it. I thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks, Randy. This has been a blast. Thank you for joining us today. And you can find all the links and show notes for today's episode, as well as more about Trimerit at theuniquecpa.com. Remember to subscribe and join us for our next episode, where we'll be going beyond compliance into forging new pathways of delivering value to clients, diversifying your revenue streams, and leading edge management techniques and styles. 